Welcome to the Mind Body Health Podcast for women over the age of 40. This podcast brings you valuable and proven strategies and tips to live life above the wellness line. And these tips can be implemented immediately so you can step into each day with confidence, energy, and passion. And now, your host and Amazon number one best-selling author, Phylex Fitness Industry Speaker, Mind Body Health Coach, and founder of Personal Fitness for Women. Please welcome Louise Skeen. Well, thank you for joining me yet again for my podcast, and this is series two on episode number three. And my name's Louise Skeen. I'm a mind-body health coach for women over the age of 40, and I'm also the CEO of the Slender Boss Program, so helping women become the best versions of themselves. And of course, weight loss is such a major concern for so many of us, so my job is to make sure that women value themselves, and it really segues to the topic that I'm talking about today, and that is us being our own you know, self-critic. We've got this inner critic within us, and you know what the sad parties is every single one of us is built with this self criticism and it's it's from the moment we sometimes open our eyes every single day to the time we go to bed so just knowing that we've got these voices that are going on and on behind the scenes whether we're conscious about it or unconscious about it they're there all the time so you know it's exhausting it's absolutely exhausting to have to live with that every single day and there are ways though that we can push that aside so that those that inner critic doesn't uh, basically take over our lives, which is what is happening to so many of the women that I speak with all the time. You know, we, we, we live in a world where we, um, we really compare ourselves to other people and it just seems to be such a natural thing so think about it you know you see somebody uh, you know across the street or in another room and and we're already looking you know something's caught our eye and we're looking at that person no matter whom it is we're either we're either looking at them to admire or we're looking at them to judge them and and if we're looking at them to admire them then more times than not we then start to look at what they have got that's attracted us um, that we don't have so then we start to go oh well look at her hair or, or look at you know how strong she looks um, and then of course well I don't look like that why don't I look like that why don't I do something about that you're hopeless Louise and so there goes that inner critic again but if we're looking at a person to to criticize and again we might not verbally and I hope we don't verbally criticize but but even if we look them up and down and go oh gosh why would she wear that it looks terrible on those legs um, you know again it's still a negative it's still it's still criticism and uh, and there's no doubt that we would still compare back to the way we look and are my legs okay oh, gee what if I walk out and my legs look like that and I'm not aware you know so so it's always going on but we've, we've, we live in a world as well where we have so many influences around us today you see if I if I'm thinking back to my childhood 
you know, my parents, my family did not have social media around them. Television was black and white. Um, so, so everything was limited to what we, we watched on television. The radio was very limited and didn't have the, uh, the choices we have today in the stations that we watch or, or listen to. You know, if we went down the street, we'd go down once a week. We didn't go down all the time. We didn't socialize in cafes and, and, and you know, as people watching and all this kind of stuff that we do today. But, but all of that stuff makes us critical um, about ourselves and about other people. But I guess that's why bullying has become such a big thing. Because what is bullying when you think about it? It's um, whether we bully ourselves or we bully other people or we know people who are being bullied. It's because of this criticism that's coming out. Um, and it, it's it's whether somebody is inflicting criticism onto somebody else or onto you, or whether you are watching criticism being done or you are criticizing someone, whether it's somebody else or yourself. So, so you can see how, you know, that the way we live today, the, the, the amount of, of things that we experience every single day. We see, we hear, we feel, we, you know, we've got stuff passing our eyes and our brains being stimulated every single day that it's natural for us to, to become even greater criticism or critics of ourselves and of other people because of that situation. But of course, as you know, if you criticize yourself enough, What's going to happen is you're going to have low self-esteem, you're going to be um, you're depressed, you're going to have, possibly have anxiety. You know, it, it does, it's like fight or flight mode without us even being conscious about it. So we are releasing cortisol and when we release cortisol, we're, we're having the opportunity to to not be able to lose weight because it's we're in protection mode all the time. So, so it's a vicious cycle and we need to get out of that cycle because we do too much self-thinking and, and we, we, yeah, we, we want to accept ourselves. I mean, I understand that. And I guess that's where it comes from. You know, we want to look our best and feel our best and be our best. And so if we don't think that of ourselves or if we've got somebody telling us the negative of that about ourselves and it happens enough, we believe it. And that's what happens in life. So. It's a terrible situation. Now, now with our brains as well, it's important to to understand that studies have been done about our brain, and and like it would be natural to think that whilst we're thinking, like I'm talking to you now, and I'm thinking of of how to put my words together in sentences to make sense, that is stimulating my brain. And if and if it was to be looked at scientifically, it would light up in different sections. Well, I hope it would anyway. Well, there's a criticism. <laughs> So, so yeah, there it is, right in front of you, how easy it is to criticize going, gee, I hope my brain does light up. Well, of course it lights up. Everybody's brain does light up. So, so it lights up and we would think that whilst we're sedentary, um, you know, we might be having a cup of coffee and reading a magazine or, or just, you know, watching television and not really being stimulated too much. We would think possibly that those lights in our brains would actually calm right down when in fact, they actually light up even more and it's been studied. And why is that? Well, it is because what we're watching on television, we're judging. 
okay we're thinking all the time about what we're seeing what we're feeling that's what television wants us to do that's what people watching wants us to do we're, we're, we're doing all these things in life even though we're not active we're always got these things going on around us so we instantly have our brain going in overdrive all the time and that is something that if you're aware of that you know it's just good to know when that's happening to try and bring yourself into the moment to understand why you're doing what you're doing okay why are you people watching what are you saying to yourself about the people that you are watching because even though it may not be about you it's still negative possibly you know, I very rarely think anybody would sit there in a day and people watch and not find the negative in people. We're just wired to do that. When instead of finding all the positives about, oh, look at what, he looks great in that suit or she looks awesome in that yellow dress, that color looks great with her hair or, you know, we might come across those statements coming out of us from time to time, but it's not an all the time thing. We just seem to go for the negative. So, you know, again, our DNA, has got us programmed to do that and and it's because again from ancestry from years ago we are fight and flight mode and and we're in that protection mode all the time and we're trying to protect ourselves and we want to be protected as i said to look and feel and be and do our best but at the end of the day if someone's coming in or we're coming in on upon ourselves and it's the negative then we're just you know constantly burning that onto our cd of life and i think that's now a great time to also talk about that whatever the way we were brought up we can only go forward in life with what we saw or what we heard or what we felt so again it's a real life lesson if you've got children um, and they're still young this can be something that you know you can change their thought patterns who then they'll change their thought patterns because we all live our lives the way that we experienced our life growing up okay so so if my mother would have yelled at me constantly um, for whatever reason if she raised her voice constantly if she raised her hand to me constantly I'm not saying she did but if she did I would repeat those those thought patterns I had at that time of my life the the negative um, experiences I would have had at that time of life it would have hurt I would have cried I would have been angry I would have had all this different emotion I would have burned that onto my CD of life and I would have moved forward and I would have inflicted that onto my children do you understand how that works because that's all I know so it, it becomes this process that goes through generation to generation because what I do then inflicts onto my children who then grow up and they do what they knew, which is what they saw and felt, and that inflicts onto their children and off goes the process. So it's a vicious cycle and it's no different to the way we speak to ourselves. So if we were spoken poorly to ourselves, if we were told to you know, put that lolly out of your mouth, you'll get fat, um, um, or you make sure you eat all your dinner up because there are people out in that world that are starving um, so you must eat everything and so we're conditioned now to eat everything um, or if I put that lolly in my mouth I'm going to get fat can you understand how that works so we've got that self-talk going on 
all the time. So only we can bring ourselves out of that. Nobody else can do that for us. So as much as we want to belong as well into a group, you know, we, we're destined to be part of a tribe, I guess, of life because that's how our ancestors were. And we all want to be accepted into our tribe being the people that are around us, our family and our friends, our work colleagues. We want to be accepted into that. But we're never going to be accepted into our tribes around us until we accept ourselves. That's the number one thing we have to do. So please, accept yourself for who you are. It's no good me saying to you, don't do this and don't talk to yourself like that and don't do that because don't doesn't mean anything. It's finding the, the lessons on how to do it. So the very first thing you need to do is be mindful. Be mindful, as I said a moment ago, if to, when you are sitting around or in your quiet time or writing at the desk or whatever it might be, Think about where you're at with your mind. If you're focusing on what you're doing, that's great. But are you thinking, oh, that boss is a quack of mine. I really can't stand him or her. It's a negative and we might be doing that as well. So be very aware of where you're at all the time. That mindfulness is very important. The next thing is when you've got that negative voice that comes in and it says something negative to you, or you are thinking it about somebody else, ask yourself, would you speak to your best friend like that, your closest friend? So if, if you say to yourself, God, you're ugly, you're so fat and ugly, why did you eat that? You knew you weren't supposed to, and you have again, you're hopeless. Okay, there's three negatives all in one, okay? Would you speak to your friend like that? If your closest friend was in front of you, they just told you last week they were going to look after their health and they were going to not eat anything that was going to be detrimental to their health and suddenly you saw them chow down on, you know, two ice creams and a cupcake, would you walk up to them and go, you are hopeless, look how fat you are. You told me you weren't doing that and you have. Look how hopeless you are. Would you speak to them like that? No, of course not. You wouldn't want to hurt them. So why do we speak to ourselves like that? Why do we want to hurt ourselves so badly or think so badly about others? Okay, we need to turn it around. Be aware, be mindful, and then turn it around. And the only way that you can do it is to block the negative and give yourself a positive. Now, this is probably the hardest thing for so many people to do is to speak positively to themselves, okay? But unless you do speak positively to yourself, you can never change the way you do speak to yourself. So it's those positive self-talk statements. You are great. You are worthy. You are wonderful at what you do, okay? You look great in that. You feel confident. Say those positive things to yourself. No one has to hear them. No one has to see you doing it. You can do this in the privacy of your home. You can do it at your desk at work. Keep the pen poised, look down at the paper and say it in your head. It is so easy to do. And you know what the most beautiful thing about positive self-talk is that like the negative, the more the repetition is there, the more you begin to believe it. So you've got a choice. You can make it a negative repetition 
and then you'll believe it. Or you can make it a positive recognition and then you'll believe it. Okay, and I know which one I'd go for and I do go for, it's the positive. Okay, no one is going to be 100% happy with me when they cross their, my path in life. And you know what? I don't care if they're not because I only want the people around me who accept me for who I am. Okay, everybody's got faults. Everybody's got faults. If you find the most perfect person in your in your understanding of perfection, you find that person and you study them. You will find that they're not perfect because nobody is. And whether it's a visual perfect or an internal personality perfect, or they've been, you know, there's you know, skeletons in the closet for everybody, nobody is perfect. So try not to look for perfection, okay? Try to look for that happiness, that skip in your heart, the, the, the fact that, you know, again, understanding that we've all got inner critics and even what your perception of a perfect person is will have an inner critic within them telling them they're not perfect. So the first thing is to understand that, then be mindful of that, okay? And then talk to yourself with positive self-talk. As I said, you've got a choice. You've got the negative to believe it or you've got the positive and believe it. Okay, I'm going to leave you there today. Thank you so much yet again for joining me on my pod vlogca- uh, po- podcast vlog. <laughs> totally confused about that. And uh, and look look me up for my other podcasts and my vlogs. And, and again, I'm on YouTube with loads of information for women about health and exercise and fitness and nutrition and all that wonderful stuff. So thank you for joining me and I'll see you on my next episode. Bye for now.